Good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you are. My name is Darren Joseph from HGG.tax. We're the team that seeks to demystify the sometimes confusing world of international tax compliance, particularly for those who may be U.S. exposed. Uh, have a look at our website. We have over 2,000 articles and our YouTube channel. We have over 1,000 videos that speak to different aspects of international tax for those of you who live that international lifestyle. Today, we're joined by the one and only international tax badass, Mr. Jimmy Sexton, who is based in Dubai. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have, have my LLM, but uh, I'm, I'm an international tax advisor. Gotcha. Thank you very much. So how do you decide, and again, super open-ended question, but what are the factors one considers in determining where to ban for your company and for yourself, personally? Well, I mean, I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of it comes down to where you can actually get it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I think it always makes sense to to do business with, you know, the, the largest, most stable banks that, that you can, right? I mean, in, in order to, to protect your money on deposit there mm -hmm. um, and, and to get access to, to good services and things like that. I think one of the things that, that we're seeing is, you know, it used to be possible to have a company in one country and open a bank account in another country, right? Or to be a resident of this country and open a bank account in, in another country. This has become almost impossible these days, right? I mean, most countries the, now, banks will only open accounts for individuals and companies that are tax resident in that country, right? If you're um, not a, a tax resident, your company's from somewhere else, it's just not gonna open accounts. I mean, I think the, the only true international banking center left is Switzerland. I'm, I'm not, uh aware of any other country at the moment that actively opens bank accounts for for companies and individuals that, that aren't resident in switzerland right i mean that's their like the international the banking is really their, their bread and butter and it's the only country that i know of i mean any, anywhere else you're going to need to be a resident or the company's going to have to be a tax resident in order to to open the accounts i know that there are some banks in the united states that will will open accounts you know for for non-residents or, or companies that are non-residents but you know, they're becoming fewer and fewer. Yeah. In the U.S., at least the ones that my clients, you know, bring to my attention, when I do a deeper dive into them, they're not really banks. Again, these are just the ones that I'm aware of. I can't speak for every single one. They they tend to be technology platforms that sit yes. on banks. So then they make it quite clear and they're very, very, very fine print. We're not a bank. So, yeah, it's big. But yeah. It's very much like a lot of these like uh, currency yeah. exchange houses or, or, yeah. or money transmitters things of that nature that works as a, as, as a pseudo bank, but not an actual bank, which, you know, is, isn't necessarily so secure for your money. Yeah. And we're going back to Switzerland, given the, I mean, they seem to have violated their position, the historical position of neutrality. Uh, well, it's been twice in the last decade or so once in, in terms of the U S uh, you know, that, that whole thing in DOJ and, Americans who were allegedly, you know, violating or engaging in tax evasion. So there's that thing that started with UBS and just spiraled outwards and downwards. But also recently with the whole Russia-Ukrainian situation and, you know, just basically blacklisting people for their passports. What, given Switzerland's evolution, what, what are your thoughts going forward? Do you think its status will be what it is or you think it's on the way down or you think it's the right thing? What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, look, I think, I think, um, I think that I, I don't think it's going to damage Switzerland. Right. I mean, I think, I, I, I think, you know, when you look at, for example, the UBS thing, 
you know, they were helping people evade taxes in the United States, right? I mean, they're helping people break the law, which obviously they're not doing anymore. Um, I think when you when you look at the Russia thing, I think most Swiss banks, um, what they wound up doing was freezing the accounts of Russian citizens, but not actually closing them, right? Where I think yeah. most most banks in most countries closed the accounts was like, okay, money gone. I think mm-hmm. Switzerland, as much as possible, was trying to maintain the relationships that they can with their clients, hoping that in the future they'll be able to do business with them again. But mm-hmm. most of the banks didn't actually kick the clients out. They just froze the accounts. Um, not sure that in the eyes of a, a Russian whose money is frozen, that that's much different, but different, yeah. um, that, that, that's the situation. But I think that the advantage that, that Switzerland has is it's really the last true private banking center, right? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's really the, the last place that is offering international banking to companies and individuals that aren't resident there. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're the only, if you, if you're the only game in town, um, it, you know, it, it's going to be pretty hard to dethrone. So I think that I think that Switzerland will will continue to be successful. And I mean, even if you look at, for example, what it takes to open an account, I mean, let's I mean, even if you're talking about opening an account, let's say for a Luxembourg company in Luxembourg, mm-hmm. it's still easier to open an account for a Luxembourg company in Switzerland than it is in Luxembourg, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh-huh. the, the, the the EU's you know fifth anti money laundering directive just it is so difficult, requires so much due diligence that mm-hmm. you know, opening accounts in Europe, especially if you have a complex structure, has mm-hmm. become super difficult, right? And I mm-hmm. think that the the Swiss take a much more reasonable approach to to and pragmatic approach to due diligence, and mm-hmm. and therefore, uh, you know, it, it makes banking there easier than anywhere in Europe. Okay, gotcha. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.